Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS reminder, approaching June 15th deadline for second quarter estimated tax payments. IR 2021-125, June 8th, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service reminds taxpayers who pay estimated taxes that they have until June 15th to pay their estimated tax payments for the second quarter of tax year 2021 without penalty. So let me kind of recap this. This is really important to many people, especially people who are new to being an entrepreneur or having a business, whether it be their sole business or a business on the side. Many people do not uh, get on top of their estimated tax payments. And if you do not, you can quickly get behind on your tax obligations and that can be frustrating. Many more people are in the situation where they have their own sole proprietor business or some kind of part-time work due to all the changes that have been taking place over the last couple of years. So note that traditionally we have a situation where many families were kind of had a one income type of family and that person was oftentimes an employee. And in that situation, it becomes a lot easier for the for the withholdings to take place and basically be able to do things and not have to do a lot of thought in terms of your estimated tax payments because you fill out the W-4 and your employer then has the responsibility, the requirement to basically take the money out of your your wages before you even get it and then and then pay that to the government on your behalf. So in that situation, if everything's running smoothly, it becomes kind of um, really simple type of situation to deal with. Many times people then move from that situation either to having multiple jobs, which gets a little bit more confusing, or to a situation where they're doing their own business. And if you have your own business, even if you work with the job, even if you work as an employee as well, you have to either adjust the withholdings with your employee to increase the amount that they're going to take out to cover your added income, or you might have to have a situation where you make estimated tax payments actually writing a check to the government. Now, remember, when you're talking about the payments that come out of a W-2 type of, of wages, the government is getting paid throughout the year, in this case, 2020, even though you don't file the taxes until the year after, in this case, April 15th, by that deadline of 2022. So I'm sorry, this case, we're talking about 2021, the actual year. We're not going to file the tax return until April 15th deadline 2022. That's what the IRS wants. They want that whether or not you're a W-2 employee or you have a sole proprietor business. So if you're a W-2 employee, the employer is responsible to kind of take it out of your out of your money in accordance with the W-4 that you have provided them with. If you have your own business, you may then need to make estimated payments yourself so that you pay them throughout the year. And again, this is going to be more difficult for many people that are transitioning into a sole proprietor business because they'll get behind. If you get behind and you do not do this because you're not used to it, then you can get behind and you owe penalties and interest possibly at the end of the year. It's also difficult for people that go into retirement. They stop working at the job. They have other types of income possibly. And uh, maybe they're in a situation where they have to also make basically estimated tax payments and they haven't done it for their entire career because they worked as an employee. So that's kind of the groundwork that we want to we want to set up here so if you're in that situation if you got some kind of other work that you're doing or or you have income that's not having withholdings on it then you need to think about these estimated tax payments 
So the estimated tax is the method used to pay to pay tax on income that isn't subject to withholding. This includes income from self-employment, interest, dividend, rents, gains from sale of assets, prizes, and awards. Uh, you may also have to pay estimated tax if the amount of income tax being withheld from your salary, pension, or other income isn't enough. So you're going to have to anything if you're if whatever your W-2 wages isn't enough to support the level of income that you have and you need to pay more than that, then you're going to have to pay, you know, over and above actually writing the IRS a check or sending them some kind of electronic uh, transfer, which may actually be a good thing because then you actually think about what's going, what taxes are, <laughs> you know, and you have to make a payment and you have to physically write them the check and be actively involved in the process instead of, instead of a passive person in it. But in any case, who must pay estimated tax? Individuals, including sole proprietors, partners, and S-corporation shareholders generally have to make estimated tax payments if they expect to owe tax of $1,000 or more uh, when they file their return. Individual taxpayers can use the IRS Interactive Tax Assistance online to see if they are required to pay estimated taxes. So there's a link to this IRS Interactive Tax Assistance. They can also see the worksheet on Form 1040ES, Estimated Tax for Individuals, for more details on who must pay tax estimated taxes. Now note, when you're thinking about the estimated taxes and how much you might need to pay, again, it used to be pretty easy to do this if you're in a one income household and even with a very complex tax system as we have now with a progressive tax system it could be fairly easy if you have a one income household to figure out how much the estimated taxes will be uh, but uh, now we don't really have that you got a very difficult household usually with at least two in two incomes often and people working multiple jobs bouncing around with different jobs and often having different income sources in that instance, it becomes way more difficult to, to decide or know what your withholding situation should be. And you basically need some kind of tax software to help you to kind of project that. Also, with the changes in the tax law constantly, it's very difficult. You can't really rely on the prior year as you could normally do if the tax law is not stable. Right? If the tax law changes from year to year, as it kind of is in a lot of areas, then... You, you, it becomes way more difficult to estimate what's going to happen. So you basically need software that's going to help you to make a projection of what your taxes will be because you really have no idea what your taxes will be due to the fact that you don't know what your income is and the tax law is way complicated and changing all the time. So, so that means, but you have to make an estimate so that you can pay them throughout the year because you really don't know what your taxes will be until you do the tax return in next year which would be 2022 april 15th for 2021 so you need a more sophisticated software if you have a more complex situation to kind of figure this out and these online estimator tools that are on the irs are getting more and more like a projection tool you can put in more information that's why they, they updated the w4 form to take into consideration more complex situations so you can use this tool to basically make a projection and then determine how you're going to pay them with estimated taxes and and do your best to make the estimates to avoid penalties and interest that could result if you do not do so. So corporations generally have to make estimated tax payments if they expect to owe tax of $500 or more when they file their, their uh, return. Corporations can see the form 
1120W estimated tax for corporations for more information. Special rules apply to some groups of taxpayers such as farmers, fishermen, certain high-income taxpayers, casualty and disaster victims, those who recently became disabled, recent retirees, and those who receive income unevenly during the year. So if you have uneven income during the year, you might say, well, then I should I should have to pay my taxes differently because the IRS would like to, and under normal circumstances, assume that you got your income evenly over the year. And then if you don't pay them evenly over the year, the amount that you owe them based on your yearly income, you could be subject to penalties and interest. You might say, well, what if I earn all my money in December? Then isn't it unfair that you, you're telling me that I have to pay you and so you might have a so if you're in a situation like that, you can do more research on on the on how the payment structure might be altered. For example, if you're in one of these special kind of areas. Other than that, the IRS typically wants their money evenly over the year, as if you earned it, you know, evenly through over the year. So publication 505, tax withholding and estimated tax. There's a link to that publication here. Has additional details, including worksheets and examples that can be especially helpful for those who have dividend or capital gain income owe alternative minimum tax or self-employment tax, or have other special situations. Taxes are pay-as-you-go. This means taxpayers need to pay most of their taxes owed during the year as income is received. So the IRS wants the, their money as you earn it, not when you file the tax return. You might say, well, how can I do that, given the fact that the tax return is so complicated and you keep on changing the laws? I don't have any idea how much I owe until the end. It's a progressive tax system. How in the world would I know until I actually file the tax return next year in April 15, 2022? And the IRS basically says, well, figure it out. You know, make, give, make an estimate. So that's your problem, right? So, so we got to make an estimate. And we typically need to make an estimate that's a little bit high so we get a refund, not because that's a fun thing to get a refund, at the, but because we don't want to shoot low because then we'll owe more money because then we'll owe penalties and interest if we if we shoot on the low side. So that's what that's how it is. So that's what we do. If we don't do it, then we have to pay penalties and interest. And so we don't want to do that. So we say, all right, we'll see what we can do then, I guess. So there are two ways to do that. Withholding from pay, pension, or certain government payments, such as Social Security, making quarterly estimated tax payments during the year. So taxpayers can avoid underpayment penalty by owing less than $1,000 at tax time or paying most of their taxes during the year, generally the 2021. That means making payments of at least 90% of the tax expected on their 2021 return. So you can kind of make this expectation and the IRS gives these kind of safe harbor type of things based on the prior year to give you to give you some leeway. So if you shoot and miss, you still might owe taxes, but you might be able to avoid the penalties and, and interest uh, if you if you basically hit these kind of safe harbor areas in terms of your estimated tax obligations. So most taxpayers who pay at least 100% of the tax shown on their return for 2020 may also avoid the penalty. So if they if you paid like 100% of last year, normally, generally, then even if you made more income and therefore owe more taxes, you may be able to avoid the penalties and interest. You'd still have to pay the tax, but maybe avoid the penalties and interest that could happen at, at that point due to the fact that you, you did your best guess by you hit the safe harbor of rule of doing the 100% of the last year. And like, what else do you want me to do? Like, I, I tried, I got 100%. So in any case, <clears throat> there are special rules for farmers and fishermen, certain household employers, and certain higher income taxpayers. 
For more information, uh, refer to Form 1040ES, Estimated Tax for Individuals. Generally, taxpayers should make estimated tax payments in four equal amounts to avoid a penalty. So, of course, if you're an employee, you get withholdings whenever your pay is happening. So that would be court. That would be either weekly or biweekly, semi-monthly, monthly, and so on. If you are making estimated tax payments because you own your own business or you have some income where there are not withholdings that you need to make payments for, then you typically make them on a quarterly basis. However, if they receive income unevenly during the year, they may be able to vary the amounts of payments to avoid a to avoid or lower the penalty by using the annualized installment method. That's going to get more complicated, but of course applicable if you have payments that are going to differ throughout the year. So if you make all your money in December, then it's not really fair that the IRS wants you to pay them evenly throughout the year because you made all the money in December. So you might be able to, to uh, if you don't, you know, take, take the, do, do, the, do what you need to do to let the IRS know that, they're going to assume that you earned it evenly throughout the year. So you got to make sure that you're looking into the rules in that situation. Taxpayers can use Form 2210, uh, underpayment of estimated tax by individuals, estates, and trusts. There's a link to that here to see if they owe a penalty or underpayment for estimated tax. Third quarter payments are due September 15th, and the final estimated tax payments for tax year 2021 is due January 17th, 2022. Tax withholding estimator. If a taxpayer receives salaries and wages, they can avoid they can avoid having to pay estimated tax by asking their employer to withhold more tax from their earnings. To do this, they would submit a new W-4 to their employer. So we have this tax withholding estimator tool that may be able to help you to do this. This is kind of a projection tool. And again, it's getting, they're getting better at giving you these free tools that are kind of like tax software that you can basically make better projections by including more complicated scenarios and then adjusting your withholdings and or making estimated taxes as would be appropriate uh, based on based on what you get from that estimating tool. Remember that you can't really ask the employer for help. You might think, well, I'm going to go to my employer, go to the payroll department, and ask them what I should do about my withholdings and whatnot. And and they're pro and they might may may sometimes seem rude to you. They may be rude, but they may just be doing what they got to do there, which is basically to say, hey, I I can't give you tax advice because we don't want to get sued. We have to basically and so and giving tax advice will open us up to liability. So what we give you is the tax form, the W-4 form, you fill it out and then you, t you give it to us and then we, and then we put it in place because that's what the law tells us to do. They're not generally able to give a lot of tax advice. So, so you, can't, you know, can't expect them to really do so. What you want to do is use the estimator tool and have them help you just with the logistics of filling out the W-4 form and then, and then uh, doing what you got to do to implement what the results came to. So if a taxpayer receives a paycheck, the withholding estimator can help them make sure they have the right amount of tax withheld from their pay. So you can use your paycheck and the withholding pay stub on it because you any paste it, any way you get paid, should they should, they're required to tell you how much was taken out for taxes and whatnot. And you can use that to kind of estimate if you have the right amount being taken out. The tax withholding estimator offers workers as well as retirees, self-employed individuals, and other taxpayers a clear step-by-step -step method for effectively checking their withholding to protect against having too little tax withheld and facing an unexpected tax bill or penalty at tax time next year. How to pay estimated taxes. Form 1040ES includes instructions to help taxpayers figure their estimated tax. So there's 
a link to the form 1040ES. That's the estimated tax form, just a coupon form that you'd send into the IRS if you're sending a paper check. But you might be wanting to do it electronically, but you can look at the instructions there, which is another way to kind of figure out your estimates. So the fastest and easiest way for individuals to make an estimated tax payment is to electronically pay using direct pay. There's a link to the direct pay here from your checking or saving account or pay using a debit or credit card, which you may be charged a small fee by the credit card company. Note that the that if you send them a check, then you, you may not care so much if it doesn't go in as quickly because it might take them a while to process it. But as long as you're not getting penalties or interests, not a big deal, right? So you can, you can just have the form 1040 es and possibly send in that coupon form uh, maybe with with a check and as long as you're getting the form in on time and if it takes them a while to cash it because they they're having a long time to process paper stuff whatever because it's not like the money's coming to you if, if it's a refund then you want to get this stuff done we'll get on the ball internal revenue service but if you're sending them a check might not be as big a deal but the direct pay is still nice because it's easier to check whether or not the pay has gone through or not. And you get that you get that verification a lot faster, which could, gives you peace of mind that the IRS didn't lose the check and tell, they're not going to tell you the check got lost in the mail and we're charging you penalties and interest and whatnot. So in any case, taxpayers should note that the payment processor, not the IRS, charges a fee for debit and credit card payments. Both direct pay and the pay by debit or credit card options are available online at irs.gov, irs.gov, the IRS website, and through the IRS to go app that's the mobile app that uh, you can you can make payments from so when you're driving around or something you could just be like I'm gonna go ahead and make, not when you're driving but if someone else is driving you could just go ahead and make your payment at that time with your phone taxpayers can also use the electronic federal tax payment system the EFTPS there's a link to that here to make an estimated tax payment and uh, corporations must use the electronic funds transfer to make all federal tax payments, such as deposits and employment, excise, and corporate income tax. This includes installment payments of estimated tax. Generally, electronic funds transfers uh, is made using the electronic federal tax payment system, otherwise known as the EFTPS. However, if the corporation does not want to use the EFTPS, it can arrange for its tax professional, financial institution, payroll service, or other trusted third party to make electronic deposits on its behalf. If taxpayers opt to mail a check or money order, there's a link to that here, they should make them payable to the United States Treasury. For information on all payment options, visit irs.gov forward slash payments, irs.gov assistance 24-7. Tax help is available 24-7 on irs.gov. So notice what they're not saying is they didn't give you the phone number for the 24-7 help because they don't want you to call them, I don't think. But they have the website here all the time should have everything you need on it and that's available 24 7. so the irs website offers a variety of online tools to help taxpayers answer common tax questions for example taxpayers can search the interactive tax assistance tax topics and frequently asked questions to answer to the common questions there's links to those items here the irs is continuing to expand ways to communicate to taxpayers who prefer to get information in other languages and I don't think they're continuing to expand that by the phone again, <laughs> but other stuff on their website in other languages, 
here. So the IRS has, has posted translated tax resources in 20 other languages on irs.gov. For more information, see We Speak Your Language. And there's a link to that here. That always kind of makes me laugh, that We Speak Your Language, because, I mean, even if it's in English and you speak English, it's still in IRS legalese jargon, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's English or any other, you know, I'm not sure it's your language in any case. But in any case, there's there's links to all this information here and there'll be links to this in the description.